because I think that's the key for any man. It's simply to take what you've been given, to take the cards that you've been dealt and play them to the best of your ability. Yeah, some guys do just have it easier than others. No one's debating that. Some guys do just win the genetic lottery at birth. Some guys just get dealt the straight flush. But say you get dealt a pair of fives, rather than looking at the guy next to you who's got the straight flush and being like, oh, that guy's got it so easy. Focus on the hand you've been given. Play the cards you've been dealt to the best of your ability. And you'll probably have a better time and be more successful in the game in the long term because you've had to struggle in order to succeed. All right, nice one. I'm excited about this one. I'm, uh, I'm joined today by a really uh, inspiring guy. So uh, I'm with Michael. Now, Michael uh, completed a three-day boot camp with me not too long ago. And over the course of the three days, we got to know each other quite well. And he shared his stories. And essentially, this podcast is going to be covering a lot of provocative but practical topics so we're going to be talking about the black pill we're going to be talking about women we're going to talk about how you can skyrocket your success in the sexual marketplace even if you think it's like game over for you so that's where like the black pill side of things is coming in and i really want this podcast to to provide guys who are listening to this with practical actionable things that they can actually do to reinvent themselves i don't want to get bogged down in like esoteric debates i want to talk about things that any guy listening to this can do right now to start improving his life so we've got a lot of stuff to cover um michael introduce yourself to the people hi um well yeah my name is uh michael um i think you can tell from the accent i'm scottish um, done a boot camp with uh, Christian, and um, yeah, it was one of the honestly, it was honestly surreal. Um, one of the best weekends I've I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really exciting, and uh, he invited me for you know a bit of a conversation, um, talking about my experiences, uh, what I kind of believe in, and uh, my kind of overall journey, which I'm kind of quite excited to talk about. So yeah, just tell us about that because I know you have got a very interesting backstory before you decided to take um, the boot camp with me. So can you just share a yeah. little bit more about your story uh, prior to the boot camp? Mm. Okay, um, where to start? I think uh, if we kind of rewind um, before COVID happened, uh, you know that everyone obviously kind of experienced. Um, I was at a state where, how can I say it? Put bluntly, um, physically, I just, I just wasn't there. Um, I, I was just ugly, <laughs> um, in, in, in physical terms. You know, I was kind of out of shape. The, kind of the gyms were closed. Um, coming out of university, kind of, uh, being locked inside, didn't really have any socializing experiences um a bunch of other things like for example just one specific example would be my skin was really bad so you know um physically i wasn't okay and internally i wasn't okay um and during covid kind of lockdown i kind of had this kind of a reawakening i guess you could say so you know i started it down this kind of <laughs> black pill journey I think everyone's kind of, you know, heard about you now these, you know, wee waffles and all that, all that stuff. Um, and uh, during that time, it did, it, you know, I'd, I'd honestly say the black pill has kind of uh, changed my life for the positive, right? Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I've got, I've got, I'm black pill who done a boot camp, right? It's very, it's very interesting. You don't really mm. hear about it quite a lot. Um, and I'd say, uh, how it connects to the boot camp is the black pill kind of uh, gave me the drive to improve myself. It, in my opinion, uh, revealed kind of what I see as reality and kind of uh, mirrored my kind of life experiences on how people kind of judge you on your looks and how looks play quite an important part in dating. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to talk about that quite a bit in the interview regarding specifically 
what I did to improve my looks and what are kind of my kind of black pill beliefs and you know what I agree, what I disagree with it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um obviously you mentioned the black pill quite a lot and you're using the black pill as a as a vehicle to reinvent yourself in essence. And yeah. I think that is the blueprint for any man. It's to mix realism with reinvention. Um, and, you know, the, the reason I really wanted to do this podcast, I think it's very easy for people to just dismiss the black pill as being defeatist. And certainly I think it can be for a lot of men. But I think what the black pill enables guys to do is view life through a realistic lens rather than through rose-tinted glasses. I think any man should strive to look and feel as good as he can look because anyone who says that looks don't matter in the sexual marketplace is horseshitting you. Of course, looks matter. Like it's the first thing that people see. But my only problem with the black pill is they neglect, for me, something equally important, which is your character as a man. It's your character that glues everything together. If you don't have a strong character as a man, but you look good, it's like having a Lamborghini, but not being able to drive it. You need that that character as a man in order to to go through life. So what what does the black pill mean to you? For anybody who might be listening to this and thinks, I don't even know what the fuck the black pill is. Like, what does the black pill actually mean to you? Mm -hmm. I'd say, in essence, the black pill is that attraction is Darwinian mm-hmm. and that um, we're selecting for kind of the best genetic markers to pass on our genes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can kind of break that down specifically on things like women think men that, you know, have got a, a white shoulders, you know, that's is very sexually dimorphic, you know, um, a very nice drawing you know i think that's something that's quite nice um and a genetic factor that you know you're probably very strong very masculine and stuff like that um something like as simple as having a clear skin you know i mean i doubt any girl wants to date a guy with like severe acne you know it's is a, a genetic sign of kind of illness you know stuff like that um and yeah, I mean, I would also talk about um, genetic factors regarding mentally. So not a lot of black pills talk about it. For example, which can affect kind of your personality and your character. So girls will also screen for that, kind of your personality and character to make sure that you're neurotypical. I, you're basically kind of a you're a normie person that kind of has, um, you know, social awareness. You're not awkward, socially awkward. That is also, in my opinion, a genetic factor and that people can um, kind of suss out whether you're kind of socially awkward. I think everyone's kind of knew that person in school or in uni that just the way they talk, the way they act is just a bit off. You're like, has this guy got, you know, Asperger's or autism? You know, he's not really socially aware. You know, stuff like that can, in my opinion, it's genetic and can really affect you. So, yeah, that's that's bit, as, as in essence, what I don't believe the black pill is, is laying down and rotting, you know, just kind of when you take the black pill, you instantly just die and you oh. shouldn't do anything. I think that depends on who actually takes it. Um, obviously, there's two types of men, one who takes a black pill and takes action and actually says, huh, OK, that's fine what can I do to improve it and what's within my kind of power to kind of change it. And you've got the other kind of uh, person or men who kind of take a black pill and just says, Oh, it's over. You know, there's no point in trying. Those are your typical kind of um, incels who kind of say, Oh, uh, there's no point. You know, Oh, I'm a bit short. Oh, I'm a bit pudgy, you know, it's over. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That's, I love, I love listening to you talk about this because I think it's just such an interesting thing that we've got going on here because you're someone who has obviously taken the black pill, but mm. you've, you've not allowed your life to become this defeatist thing. You've seen 
it's like you've, you've stripped back the curtain. You've seen your reality for what it is. And you've decided to say to yourself, you know what, this is what I'm working with. How can I use the tools I've been given to the best of my ability and create an empire, which I'm proud of? Um, because I think that's the key for any man. It's simply to take what you've been given, to take the cards that you've been dealt and play them to the best of your ability. Yeah, some guys do just have it easier than others. No one's debating that. Some guys do just win the genetic lottery at birth. Some guys just get dealt the straight flush. But say you get dealt a pair of fives, rather than looking at the guy next to you who's got the straight flush and being like, oh, that guy's got it so easy. Focus on the hand you've been given. Play the cards you've been dealt to the best of your ability. And you'll probably have a better time and be more successful in the game in the long term because you've had to struggle in order to succeed. And I've made the point in previous pieces of content that, in my opinion, men need to starve in order to succeed. The guy who, say you're like a, a rich kid who was born into a rich family, You've never known what it means to actually struggle. You've never had that before and after rags to riches story. It's a little bit like uh, Tony Montana in Scarface. Like Al Pacino was like five foot six. He wasn't a, a typical good looking guy, but he had the, the masculine traits in that film Scarface, especially like the charisma, the character, the bravado, the I can do anything type of mindset that took him to the top. Um, and I think, you know, these days, I think men just have it far too easy. We don't need to struggle for anything anymore. It's why I plug cold approach so much. It's like, I view cold approach as a rite of passage for men. It's like you go into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. You return a man. That's how you build your character. The quickest way, in my opinion, is putting yourself through the social fire. So there would have been a point in your life where you'd have thought to yourself, I could never do this. I could never go over to a woman during the day mm. uh, and approach her and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, over the weekend, you did it multiple times. You got an instant date on the first day. And <laughs> can you just tell us a little bit about how your, your mentality has shifted since doing the boot camp? Mm. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think it has changed that much. Um, I think before the boot camp, my kind of belief on kind of day game was that, and I still do believe that a majority, a good chunk of the interaction is to do with your physical appearance. So most of the interaction given that the girl is sexually available and she's single you know if, she, if she's got a husband you know even if you're a model you know a typical chad model she's not going to cheat on a guy that she just you know met in the street right it's, it's, it's like 99.99 sure it's, it's not going to happen right so given that the girl is single um and how she will decide a personality and the way you approach i'm not saying it's like zero percent you know of the of the interaction of course it plays a, a decent amount but in my opinion <clears throat> the majority of the interaction is to do with your physical appearance and within the first five seconds she'll already figure out whether you're physically attractive enough to even take her on a date now after you've past the kind of looks threshold which is in my opinion the most difficult part you've you're kind of given some leeway on kind of the rest of the interaction and how you communicate now if you do pass the look threshold and you kind of fuck up the interaction like let's say you're like you talk in a really feminine voice or something like that like oh my god i think your dress is so cute you know it's shit like that right she's gonna get turned off I, I agree with that. Um, but in, if we were to put it in numbers, I would say, you know, 70% of the interaction, 78% is is your looks and the rest, the 30, 20% is kind of the rest of the interaction. So that's what I kind of believe in. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think, I think it does to an extent. So what I would be curious then, because at one mm. point in your life, I assume 
you wouldn't have had the confidence to actually approach a girl mm -hmm. in the first place anyway. So what did you do to yourself to get to a place where you felt, yeah, I'm now in a better position in regards to the way that you look, that you could actually approach girls? Mm -hmm. I guess so in the, in the abstract sense, um, just talking in general, you need to have a product that's worth marketing, right? And that product is yourself, mm -hmm. right? Now, if we were going to rewind a few years ago, um, physically, I just didn't think I was attractive enough to even uh, approach girls. And that had a knock-on effect in my confidence. Now, confidence i.e. inner game, um, what really helped me improve that was working on the external, for me, anyway. So what did that mean? Um, if we introduced the concept of looks maxing, uh, I think everyone's kind of heard of that as basically maximizing your looks. So to, you know, we can talk, we can talk about looks maxing for like literally five hours, but to keep it brief, um, I can kind of talk about kind of the, the biggest ROI kind of looks maxing things. Mm -hmm. So I think we will all know about the gym, right? You know, I think Christian will talk about that. I think everyone kind of knows, you know, Hamza, the red pill guys, uh, you know, gym, get a lean face. I think everyone knows that where the majority of red pills like Hamza, first man, stuff like that, they kind of miss a lot of other useful looks maxing stuff. So let's be more specific. Um, I think the the face is extremely important. In fact, the most important in, in terms of your physical looks. So in terms of black pill, they believe that the face is more important than the, your height and then your, your body. So obviously they're all important, but if you had to rank them, that's why I would rank them. So if we were talking about ROI, I'd say improving their faces is the most important. And the, the gym does play a part in that because if you lose weight, you lose fat, your, your face gets leaner, you know, obviously, you know, it shows the kind of the bone structure better, right? Um, other looks maxing stuff that I'd done for my face was grew up my hair. So I think, um, Christian, you saw a few photos of me um, kind of... Uh, before I grew out my hair, and <laughs> I think your reaction was kind of like, "Wow, uh, what, yeah, what a I difference!" Was, I right? was on, I was honestly like so shocked that you were actually the same person. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, "You've got, you, you've, you've gone from 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 that to where mm. you're at now." And I just think like, fair fucking play to you, honestly, because like mm. you literally, like you say, you looked at the product that you had, and you're like, "I want to improve this product," mm. and then you went and fucking did it anyway. Yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah yeah but the hair um grew out to kind of more stylish instead of a very cheap buzz cut number one all over which just in hindsight it looked absolutely horrible honestly yeah you look like, 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 like a convict i did i did I, like God, I cannot believe i've done so, that the sort of guy who comes up to you is like oh he gives, gives, gives a fiver or i'll stab you <laughs> honestly i can't i can't believe i've done that but yeah hair right mm. uh second thing i did uh, for the face was my skincare so I think you saw a few images again where I had kind of acne along the jawline kind mm. of spots all over and it looked horrible right so luckily I got on a really good skincare routine and even if you have good if you're listening to this and you have good skin you need to maintain that right you're not going to have the same skin quality now if you're in your 20s or whatever that you will have in your 40s or 30s right so you want to keep on top of that, um, to keep it brief, you want a good sunscreen. Uh, you want uh, to get on something called a retinoid. So if you heard of tretinoin, it kind of uh, keeps your kind of your skin very youthful and stuff like that. No, I've not uh, heard of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a long topic, but if you just type in retinoids, mm -hmm. it basically keeps your skin very youthful. Um, it's something called collagen, which uh, all of us have, but it's something that decreases over over time, and uh, it makes you look older than you already are, or you maybe you feel inside. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, if you got other stuff like vitamin C serums, uh, you know, 
moisturizers, um, a bunch of medications to fix, you know, kind of acne and uh, other skin diseases. I mean, I even told you, Christian, like, uh, what your skincare routine is like. And you're like, I don't have any. I was like, you need to wear sunscreen. And you're like, I'm not going to wear it, but thanks anyway. <laughs> which is which is completely your choice. Completely your choice. But I had to, I had to say it. I had to say it. Yeah. You'll be, um, you'll be happy to know. I've actually started putting sunscreen on now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm proud. Um, I actually came. I actually came back home after our weekend together, uh-huh. like a, like a week later or something. And I was like, Christian, drop your ego and stop being a little prick mm. about it. Like you, you're not even really tried this. You're just dismissing it mm. because because you're lazy essentially. Because my mindset was being lazy. I was like, oh, I don't want to do it because it'll take like literally two seconds of my time to put, and, and my mm. face is going to be greasy. Mm-hmm. But I've actually started putting uh, sunscreen on. I've actually started awesome. um, using uh, a skincare product from a company called Face Theory. I don't know if you've heard of them before. I have heard of them. But they've got like this them. thing, it's called like, I think it's like glycolic acid or something. But I recommend yep. you guys go on Face Theory. You can get like a good deal where you can get like two of these things for like, 20 20 pounds or something mm. but like it like but it, it gives your gives your face a little bit of a burn but it just gets rid of all of like the shit that's on your face and honestly mm. since i've been doing that i feel loads better about myself so really that's awesome a, like that's a really good example of, of even like me being like yo i need to even though you were my client it's like well fuck it like this guy's got knowledge i don't have so i'm actually going to listen and implement it <laughs> and just see and I can attest to the fact that I can mm-hmm. better for actually starting a skin care routine. So thank you. Also, cold showers as well, I find really help my skin. So I've been having cold showers for a long time. I find yep. um, it, for whatever reason, it gives gives your face quite a youthful look. So another reason to have cold showers. But yeah, I thought I'd let you know about that because it's actually it's actually helping. So thanks. No, great. Uh, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd say skincare is a really deep topic. Okay. You can really spend hours and hours and hours. And even now I'm still learning new stuff, mm-hmm. even though I've I've learned about it for like a year or two. Um, is a really, in my opinion, a really interesting topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a very kind of scientific guy and mm-hmm. uh, I love learning about the kind of the biology of the skin. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we've, we've covered like really good areas there. So going to the gym, getting a skincare yeah. routine, taking care yeah. of a decent haircut. Um, I think that that is quality. So um, just to kind of, a little topically because what, what I found really interesting was what I really liked actually was when I said to you like how's your how's your mindset changed since the boot camp you said well mm-hmm. it's not really changed that much which I, I really like like I really I, I feel intrigued by that because it's like what like can you be more specific just for mm-hmm. my um, understanding why that actually was because is it a case for you that you kind of already knew how things would go because you've got the look side of things sources. Mm. Is, is that is that what you were meaning? Yeah, I would say that. Like, I knew uh, beforehand that I did have a product, you know, and my look would have kind of the result. Mm. Um, but you obviously have that kind of inkling about, you You know, I've never done this before. I still don't know what's going to happen. Mm. So it kind of after the bootcamp, it kind of reconfirmed what I believed in, um, but it, it, and it solidified it. Um, I, I, I remember, sorry to interrupt, I remember very interesting, you asked me, well, I think you asked me a question. You, you remember your before and after photos? Mm-hmm. And you, I think you asked me the question, like, would, like, would, would essentially, would this guy, would he be suitable for yeah. doing cold approach? Yeah. And I said to you, no. Like, yeah. the, way, the way you <laughs> used to look, there's yeah. no, there's no cat in hell's chance. Like if you'd have got on the phone to me and I saw that as your WhatsApp photo, I would have just been real with you straight off the bat. And I said, listen, mm-hmm. where you're right in your life right now, there's a lot of work that needs to be done because in my opinion, day game, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's for a very, it's, it's for a group of guys who understand that there's more to this than lines and techniques. In order to do this, you have to have built your value. You have to, Day game mm. is simply a means to deliver your value. And if you haven't taken care to take care in other areas, then you're wasting your time thinking that pickup is going to solve all your problems, which is why I don't work with every guy, because not every guy is in the position in their life at the moment 
where this is going to be conducive. Do yeah. what you've done. Take time to focus on the other side of things first. Maximize your appearance, your mentality, your aesthetics, the way you feel about yourself. And you're going to have a better weekend with me or any other one that you work with. And yeah, I just found that really interesting that, <laughs> yeah, 100% looks play a part, but it's within your power to change the way you look. Is there any other ways that you've been able to maximize your appearance out of curiosity? Um, so I guess the main thing um, is I've also done, so the Black Pill kind of advocates uh, surgery. Uh -huh. So this is uh, quite a complex topic to talk about mm -hmm. because uh, it's, first off, it's extremely expensive, mm -hmm. right? You need to have kind of the financial means to even get it. Mm -hmm. In addition, you also need the financial knowledge. Now, I want to make some caveats. Uh, regarding kind of plastic cosmetic surgery oh. it's um it's something that can fuck you up if you do it wrongly mm. so uh before i even talk about it you know you need to do your research on it uh you need to be very careful um and you need to pick the correct facial flaws that you see in yourself to to fix um luckily for myself i was knowledgeable enough to kind of pick the the correct people to kind of fix various stuff in my face. Um, and I also had the financial means to also do it. So if you're working in McDonald's and you don't have any money in your name, do not go to some cheap surgeon, you know, go to Turkey or something like that to get fucked up, you know, just because it's cheaper. Um but yeah, yeah, I mean, surgery was, in my opinion, um, extremely, extremely good in terms of ROI. Um, so f to be more specific, um, I got an, uh, something called a nose job or you know, the kind of technical term is a rhinoplasty. So it, for, for me personally, that um, as well as some other stuff, it really imp improved my looks. And uh, yeah, yeah, I would say surgery was a big one. Yeah, and I remember you saying to me on the phone, because you brought it up quite early, which I, I respected. Mm. You, you shared quite a lot with me during our pre-boot camp consultation call so I could get to know you better. Um, and I remember you asking me my thoughts on men getting surgery or you getting surgery yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I thought about it for a little while, but... It's like I said before, I think every man should do everything that's in his power to look and feel as good as mm -hmm. he can look. Like, we've only got one opportunity in this life. We've only got one chance at this. So if you've got the money to facilitate, then why not do it? If it's going to make you feel <laughs> better about yourself. Yeah. But what I'm curious about as well was, would, would you consider yourself, like where you started, would you consider yourself a extreme example uh, what, what would you say extreme example well what because you in the black pill community you're yeah. probably aware of this you've always yeah. got the what if you're a five foot two indian janitor like where you were at did you at any uh, point think it's over for me good question um i did have those thoughts um being completely honest uh, from where I was at, uh, literally, I was, if you coin the term subhuman, mm -hmm. really, I was sub five. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I really didn't think I was attractive enough at all. Mm -hmm. Now, whether I thought I would just lay down and rot, mm -hmm. I, I get it came into the thought, but I didn't really accept that. Um, I was always a doer um, in other aspects of my life, for example, university, you know, I've got a really good job now. I, I'm a really hard worker, you know, I may be not the smartest in the room, but when I put my mind to something, I execute it with, with absolute precision. And um, yeah, when I, when I realized like how badly I looked and when I learned about black pill, it kind of, it really did light a fire up my ass and said, like, what are you doing? You need to change right fucking now. And uh, yeah, over over the past year or two, um, up until the bootcamp, I you know, completely changed my look. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
2021 kind of sucked for me. You know, I was just kind of staying inside, looks maxing, you know, kind of basically recovering from surgeries. And 2022 uh, it has been the complete fucking opposite. Honestly, it, my, my life has completely changed. And uh, Christian has played, you know, you have played a huge part in that. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, like, like I said, I've said to you before, I just really, I really respect the fact that you've spent time in the Black Pill community <laughs> and you've not been consumed by it. I say with all these different pills, like, spit don't swallow you know you don't have to take the whole pill down you can put it on your tongue just let it sit there for a little bit you can take a little bit from each but i think for you you are the perfect example for any black pillar who's listening to this Mm. that it doesn't have to be game over just because you've not won the genetic lottery and i think what's what's very interesting as well something that the thought that i had the other day was even your best may not be enough for some women. Like even your best may not be enough for some women out there. And do you know what? That's okay. Because just because you can't get some Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you won't get any. And the more you skyrocket your value as a man, those women that were once unavailable will now become Mm -hmm. available. And I think Mm -hmm. people don't really have that mentality. They think, oh, my value is static. What I am now is all I'll ever be. That's the progression, the progression mm-hmm. bias, I think it's called. Like what you want now is what you'll always want. But the, the reality of it is, is just because you start a certain way doesn't mean you can't climb the, the ladder. But accepting as well, like I have to do this for myself. Like there are some women who unfortunately won't be available to me. Like I very much doubt in my life I'm going to be dating Scarlett Johansson. I very much doubt <laughs> that. But that's fine. I can live with that. I think that's just yeah. something that men need to accept. I think yeah. men are always like, oh, I need to get the, 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 the 10 out of 10. I can only be like sleeping with 10s and stuff. Yeah, but you're not mm. in a position in your life where that's realistic right now. Maybe at one point it will be, but mixing that reality, that realism with reinvention and just kind of being able to just be okay with the fact that not every woman is going to be into you. Like, it's just, that's just something I think every man needs to accept. Like, not every woman is going to be into you, but there's a lot of stuff you can do as a man to skyrocket your value um, in this game. Um, Just uh, looking at the timer. What I'm going to do, I'm going to cut this interview and then we'll start a new one because I don't want to miss out on any value. All right. Cool. So we're back for the second half hopefully you might get yourself some uh, refreshments and stuff right i want to i want to tackle this next bit which is the classic the the five foot two indian janitor <laughs> guys always like to uh, focus on the extreme examples like what if you're the five foot two indian janitor um what should you do if you are this guy so i just think it's an interesting thing so i hear sometimes yeah. like this gets brought up in black pill debates and guys who are not on like the black pill side were like try and defend it but i always think the answers are quite weak so mm. let's just let's just have an open discussion to try and inspire guys and and i think before we do this needs to be understood that this is the extreme example and i doubt very many guys if any who are listening to this fall into this category so essentially what we're saying is if we can find solutions for this guy then you'll be fine all right so go yeah. on what, what do you yeah. think about this Oh boy. Um, hmm. I think you've, I'll, I'll say now, right? I agree to an extent with the Black Pillars that in general, yeah, it, it is kind of over, right? Yes and no. It's very easy if you are that extreme example to just give up and just don't try, right? Um, and it might reflect their life experiences about being rejected by women who probably, given their, their baseline and where they are right now, the five foot two Indian janitor, they're probably not going to get a normal woman, right? Now, he can, he can just lay down and rot, or he can be realistic and try and change everything that he can. So let's just say it right in reality in a parallel universe. I was this guy. What would I do? First, I would get more money. I, w- I would money max, right? Get out of that janitor job and get a high paying job, you know, uh, 
medicine, lawyer, whatever, engineer, whatever, just something that's going to earn you more money, right? Because that will kind of improve other aspects of your life, right? Uh, getting more money, getting into a kind of financial stable situation. Now, I'm not saying just to get money to to just beta bucks. Now, that is a strategy. Now, obviously, it's not the best strategy you to just, just throw money at women. Just define that concept for anyone who doesn't know. Right. So beta boxing is basically using your resources, your money, to try and build attraction with a woman. Mm-hmm. Now, the black pill will obviously not agree with this because attraction is Darwinian, right? It's to do with your genetic factors. Just covering it with money is a very temporary situation, and she'll be just waiting to jump to the next guy who who does who is more physically attractive, right? That's why term is beta boxing. Um, now, to go back to, to the example, um, being realistic, I think, yeah, he needs to be realistic in that he's, given where he's at now, he's not going to get the majority of women. He needs, the crux of the matter is that he needs to look max extremely hard. Um, let's say that he was a rich guy, right? He had all the money in the world. He could do looks max and he could find the best trainers and best whatever, um, I would first go to the gym, get a PT, um, fix my diet, get as jacked as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. I would then um, analyze my face and my body and basically get surgery and just completely go out the wazoo and get everything. Um, I would honestly get leg lengthening surgery if I was this guy. Um, no, I'm not saying that leg lengthening is like a simple procedure is is fucking not it's one of the most extreme surgeries you can ever fucking do but we're talking about the absolute extreme example and if i was that example that i would literally do that i'm i'm actually not kidding i would do that i would then get surgery on my face to improve kind of any facial flaws to make it more attractive now we could go hours and hours on that but just to keep it brief you know things like uh, double jaw surgery um you know rhinoplasty because he's indian you know kind of uh genetic kind of indian noses are kind of maybe not too attractive so getting a rhinoplasty would fi- fix that and a bunch of other surgeries maybe if he's balding you know maybe a hair transplant maybe hop on a hair loss medication like finasteride to kind of save his hair uh skin care if he's got any acne stuff like that now if he's completely surgery maxed um, money max, gym max, lean maxed, looks max, skin max, everything, then he's probably at a stage where he can get something, in my opinion. Now, is it going to be the 10 at 10 secret Victoria's Secret model? No, it's, it's, no, it's not going to be like that. But it's, it's going to be something. Uh, um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably not going to be the most physically attractive girl I will agree with that, but you know it'll be much better. It'll be tenfold better than where he was at the very start, where he was, you know, the balding five foot two. Um, but think, yeah, I think that's one of the best answers I've heard to that question. I think that is just hyper practical. I the only thing that I would <laughs> add, the only thing that I would add to that actually is um, I would say to that guy to document the whole thing. To, to document the whole thing, <laughs> to create a YouTube channel out of it, and therefore yeah. the extreme example becomes the shining figure for all mm. other five foot two Indian janitors, for all other like extreme mm. cases. Like imagine that guy's position in society where he's literally like a transformational coach in, in essence for all the people who thought it was over for them. So I think everything that you said and then document the journey, like document the journey, put it out for the masses so everyone can yeah. see and, and, and have it be like, a, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I think that would be super beneficial for all the other um, extreme cases out there. Um, uh, one, one, thing, one thing I want to say, right, is if I was that extreme example, right, and I was bullied a lot, for my looks, you know, I had really so low self-esteem uh, due to being rejected by women. 
one thing I would say is even after all the surgery and even after all the looks maxing stuff, right, you also need to be wary of what's inside you, you know, because you can externally, especially for me, um, even after I've looks maxed, right, internally, you still have that trauma of being bullied, right, being rejected by women, right? You could be called a chad by 99 women, right? But if that one woman calls you subhuman or ugly, you're going to remember that one one woman who said that, right? So it's not all peaches and roses after you look smaxed. Um, a lot of people um, on certain online forums who do look max, uh, their mental health is not good. Uh, mentally, they're still acting and believing like they're they're the ugly one before all the looks maxing stuff um so yeah that's one thing i want to be kind of saying you know tell people about it's, it's not all you know once you looks max it's like the red carpet rolls out for you right you still got to take action and go outside um you know have developed a personality and a character to actually get women now it will be easier because you're physically more attractive. But if you're talking about maybe a long-term relationship where you have like a wife and children, um, you need to do more kind of internally. Yeah, I think the concept that guys would know this as is, is inner game, essentially. Because like you say, you could be you could be transformed on the outside, but inside you still feel like the ugly duckling. You still feel like the lost little boy that got bullied in school. And then it is a case there, because I think this is where a lot of the Blackpool guys maybe get a little bit warped in their, in their, in their, in their mindset, thinking once I've got my look sorted, then everything else falls into place. But like I was saying before, your character is what glues it all together. And without having that bulletproof character, then you are going to almost have that imposter syndrome still sitting beneath you. And if you do receive negativity, like you say, it may be difficult for you to brush that off if you've not developed um, your character. Do you have any ways, just out of curiosity, that guys can actually improve their inner game, like developing their character? That's a good question. Um... I'd say coming out from a black pill perspective, a part of that is genetic, uh, being neurotypical and not having kind of atypical neurological disorders and thoughts. Um, but for the majority or the general kind of population that are kind of watching this video, you're probably, you know, a normal person, right? You're just a bit socially awkward. Mm. and But it's, it's not something that cannot be fixed right now if you are that kind of normie person for me um which i class myself as kind of a normie kind of neurotypical person the improving the external kind of had a positive feedback loop a positive feedback loop in improving the inner game now um, for example, you know, after I've looks maxed, um, you kind of get more positive reaction from girls. So they say, oh, like you're very attractive or you're very cute. You know, it can it boosts your confidence, right? You know, it's, it's, of course. You know, it, you know, it pushes the ego, you know, bumps the ego. Yeah. So something like that definitely uh, helped my confidence. Um, other than that, like, it's very personal to each person each man's journey on how they kind of improve their inner game. My inner game journey is going to be much different from another man's or your kind of inner game uh, journey, Christian. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm not confident in giving kind of general advice because it's just a, it's a really complex kind of thing. And uh, you, you've kind of got to kind of, so for example, maybe if you've got trauma from your childhood, so taking extreme examples, you got bullied Maybe you were, you know, essayed or something as a, as a minor, something really traumatizing. Mm. Um, getting kind of psychological help to kind of fix that issue, you know, stuff like that. Um, luckily, it didn't happen to me, but I did get bullied. And I'll be honest, you know, it's um, 
it, it still affects me to this day. Um, being bullied in school, um, it, it does still affect me to this day. Now, it's not as bad as it was, you know, during university days. Um, but, you know, it, it's still there. And honestly, it'll be part of me for the rest of my life. Um, I don't think I will be 100% removed, but it's something that I kind of accept. And, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to kind of move on from it. And uh, I think I've done a good, quite a good job for it. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's almost like transmuting trauma into strength. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm. like for me, for example, like growing up in the Lake District, I was very socially awkward. I really didn't like being around people. I would break out into these like sweating fits when like the teacher put me on the spot in school. I didn't have any romantic options, like, you know, like, in your teenage I just didn't have like what I would consider like a regular type of life and I have often always been grateful for that in a sense because it stopped me from ever becoming lethargic because all of the good-looking popular kids that went to my school I look at them now and they are podgy they've got a house uh, either in Mm long-term relationships or married they've essentially cashed out early because they almost had their success period prematurely. So I've always, I've always, I've always enjoyed the fact that I've seen myself more as a late bloomer. Like I've gone through that, mm. that struggle period. Like I said before, men need to start to succeed. I was in such a place of, of scarcity that I was like, I'm going to turn this pain into power. It's almost like this revenge mindset where it's like, do you know what? I'm going to show the fucking world how great I can be because I was ignored. Like I was just, I was just so irrelevant growing up, you know, like as a child, like you want attention, you know, I was an only child, I wanted attention, but I didn't get that from my peers, from girls. So now for me, that's always been my fuel. It's always been a case of, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go and show the fucking world. Like I'm going to show the world what I always believed I could be. Um, so yeah, I think obviously, like you say, it's a very individual pursuit. We're all on our own journey, but I think it, it, anything in life you can decide how it's going to affect you you can decide the next practical step forward for yourself and like to use you as an example you're in a place you're in like the pits of hell and now you found like your paradise on earth where you're you're actively striving to be better than you were yesterday and yeah i just think more guys should follow your follow your example of of taking where you started and realizing the way you start isn't the way you finish um so yeah that's 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 really cool um i wanted to just talk a little bit um just about instagram because this is something that you got into recently um started building up a profile which you wouldn't have probably done like a little while ago uh can you just talk to us a little bit about that yeah so instagram um in my kind of opinion is extremely important and it's something that I regret not making earlier and kind of uh, Instagram maxing earlier. Um, in my opinion, a, a good Instagram profile basically shows your value as a man. This can be physical. So, for example, my Instagram profile has a lot of um, very professional photos of me you know it's not like um lazy instagramming of like uh going to italy or something like that or like you know a picture of big ben or something like that right it's a picture of my face right and the 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 thing i'm trying to project to other people who view my instagram profile is like look at me as a product look at my face as a product it's pretty good um please follow me Basically, that's that's essentially what I'm doing, right? Is I'm marketing me as a product on Instagram. And I think it's extremely helpful for for dating because you can have stories and highlights of you going to the gym. You can show not only just your physical looks, but your lifestyle. So, you know, you go on holiday in Bali, you went to London for a couple of days, you know, you went to France or Paris you know, for a week, you know, it really shows that you're a complete package. You know, you're not just a good looking guy. You're also a good looking person with a good, good lifestyle. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's extremely important. 
yeah, I know our weekend together, we really plugged the Instagram side of things, didn't we? Like we would go into different oh, yeah. locations and I would yeah. get in photos of you. And this is something mm-hmm. that I'm incorporating more. So for guys who are not aware, I'm going to be jetting yep. off to different European locations. They're called Renaissance retreats, essentially. Um, because essentially I've always viewed this as a multifaceted package. I've always mm. seen myself as separate to day game or pickup. I can't be asked with day game pickup. I don't give a shit about any of that. What I care about is inspiring men to live multifaceted existences. I think every man, every man should have the balls to be able to go and have a conversation with women they find attractive. But it's a case of learning the skill set, but not getting consumed by the skill set. And over our weekend, it was really cool to see how all that played out, where we were talking to girls and then we were finding great places to get photos. Because I said to you, well, listen, if you meet these girls and then you get their Instagrams and then we're getting photos around the city, then they can then start chasing you. They see that you're up to all these different things. They start to respond to your stories. And it was really cool to just see you upgrading your profile on Instagram. The best advice I can give to any guy who's watching this, if you're not, in, if you're not on Instagram, get on Instagram. Because Instagram, if you're, if you're doing cold approach and combining that with Instagram and maximizing your lifestyle in all the different areas and documenting that like making evidence of it because if if there's no evidence did it really happen so make people aware of what you're up to because the profile will do the work for you the silence will do the work she goes onto your landing page which essentially that's what instagram is she goes onto your landing page and she sees your profile plastered with all these pictures of all these things you've been getting up to and even if your conversation that you had was a little bit lackluster she looks at your profile and she's like this guy's fucking cool i want to <laughs> i want to know more about him um so for you i assume instagram is something that you're going to be incorporating more into your life uh in the future as well definitely definitely um i mean throughout the three-day boot camp i'm pretty sure we took close to a thousand photos I don't mess uh, about just i do not you, mess about. Completely you have your spamming. personal photographer <laughs> for the day and i will I, I enjoy uh, getting those good shots, mm-hmm. as you know. Like, we were just mm-hmm. getting people to move out the way, getting the good lights. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not happy with that one. Like, do this pose instead. Like, we, we, we do it all together. And I think that's what it should be. It's that multi, multifaceted immersion experience. It's like, I get how the future's going. You can't just be the pickup artist who's not on any social media platform and has just got, like, an anonymous WhatsApp photo and has just got mm-hmm. no social life. And he's just like, I'm a PUA. No, you're a fucking loser. You're a moron who's got no value. Um, so, yeah, anyway, you were saying about Instagram and how we use it over the weekend. Yeah, um, we went to a bunch of locations. I literally, I think we had a plan. We ha- or we we brung out my whole wardrobe, and we basically styled me um, to you know have this Ralph Lauren shirt, have this shorts, have this trouser, have this turtleneck on, do this hair this way, and uh, we went out in the day. You know, brung a few clothes in the in the backpack, and uh, yeah, we took so many photos, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah we were because we were going to the gym together as well weren't we, we were going to yeah the gym, we, were. we were we were training together we were yep. talking to girls we were getting the the instagram but what i found what was actually quite interesting when you do all these things you get life momentum like when you're getting your photos taken you go to the gym you speak to a few girls you just get this momentum in your life where you just feel like the celebrity of your reality where it's like yeah i'm getting my photos taken girls are looking at you like is this is this guy some sort of celebrity mm-hmm. then you're trained at the gym and we were like documenting us being at the gym it just it just makes your lifestyle more seductive more dynamic you feel excited about being yourself it's not a case of like oh i wish i was like that guy on tv like fuck being on tv we've all got our own personal brands right now and there's no excuse why you can't be maximizing that get on instagram start documenting your lifestyle and I guarantee your, your results in the whole sexual marketplace will start to skyrocket because what Instagram also gives you is accountability. Once you start documenting your life and putting it for the world to see, you want to look your best. Like when I'm making videos on YouTube or documenting my training sessions on, on my Instagram profile, like I'm going there with more motivation. I'm making videos with more motivation. I'm like the world is seeing me right now. So I want to look my best. I want to feel my best. Um, so I think Instagram can, can provide guys with that much needed accountability, um, which I think is very interesting. 
Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, for the final little part of this, I don't think it would be a proper black pill deba debate if we didn't at least address uh, the man, the myth, the legend of uh, wheat waffles. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think I think it'd be cool just to have a little open discussion. Now, I've not watched like a crazy amount of the guy's videos. Um, mm. I've listened to a few interviews that he's done. I have a general gist of his channel uh, and what he's about um now obviously you'll be more informed about this guy than i am um but the thing i will say to just kick start off the thing that i actually really like about the guy is he's really really good at debating Like i really like the guy in conversation like i think he can really hold his own like, i would call that frame control i think he's very good at talking i think he's very good at putting points across and putting people on the spot I think, I don't know if he's been to like debate in society when he's at uni, but if he isn't, he should be in it. I think um, I would love to, to do an interview with him, actually. I think we'd have a good discussion. Not like a, I know better than you or you know better than me. Um, I would just love to have an open-ended conversation about uh, our philosophies on life. Um, and I would actually love him to do uh, a boot camp with me as well. So listen, if you're watching this, then um, get in contact with me and we can, we can make something happen because... Yeah, I'm open for it. Um, but anyway, that's that's just me. What do you think about the guy? Um, I mean, honestly, I don't have any opinions. I don't have any bad opinions of him. Hmm. Um, is his content good? Yes. Uh, I think he does make a lot of uh, good points. Um, some of his beginning videos that he've made specifically on kind of the looks maxing stuff. Uh, he had a series of videos where he was analyzing a, a perfect male face, you know, jawline, eyes, stuff like that. I found really good. Now, I'd say lately his videos, I don't know. I think uh, he's going around the topic that, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I just don't think... Um, it's too relevant. I think um, it may get to the point where if you keep on watching Wheat Waffles, you may get a bit depressed. Um, if you're just being introduced to the Black Pill and the Wheat Waffles as your introduction and you keep on watching his videos and you watch all his videos, it may kind of depress you at some point. I think in my opinion with the Black Pill, you've just got to take the reality of it uh, looks max and then just kind of jump ship um, if you if you marinate in the black pill it's like staring into the void you know the void will eventually stare back at you um, so you've really got to kind of be careful like not to kind of swallow the black pill too much and kind of let it kind of grow inside you um, I think uh, that's one negative for me having taken a black pill is like watching all this kind of black pill content or, you know, wheat waffles and other kind of content creators uh, reading up on those, all this theory. Um, it does affect you in real life. So for example, um, in real life, I kind of, I just, I just do it instinctively now. Like I kind of analyze people's faces. Like it's, it's fucking weird, you know, like, I mean, who does that? Right. But I mean, I do it now. Like I, I look at faces and I can literally tell, oh, this guy has a recessed jaw. This girl has a recessed jaw. Oh, this girl's got really forward grown jaw, uh, forward grown jaw, you know, is really attractive. So if you get to that point, like me, um, you probably shouldn't stop listening to the black pill and kind of just kind of lay down the computer, you know, shut off the computer for a little while, just kind of do your own thing, look smacks and kind of uh, take action in life rather than just kind of spending all day in your computer just watching all Wheat of Waffles contents and just kind of marinating in that. It's just, mm -hmm. I just don't think it's good eventually. But yeah, that, I don't know if I answered your questions, but yeah, that's my general thoughts. Yeah, no, it it, um, it does. I, I agree. I think any philosophy, if you overindulge in it, it can be quite destructive. I think we need balance in life. I think it's good to have different areas, different things that we, that we learn from. But I think 
what's missing as well in in the modern world is critical independent thinkers i think it's very easy to just receive information from say like a guru or someone who's got higher value than yourself and you take it as the gospel rather than actually going out into the field as it were to actually experiment because yeah people describe the sexual marketplace as being cutthroat but it's really in my opinion not as nihilistic as people make out you know like as long as you're doing everything that you can to become the greatest version of yourself possible and you can reject anything from your reality that doesn't resonate with you you can take some of the pills but you don't have to ingest them fully then you're going to be able to live a life free from bullshit and and, and make decisions based on what makes sense to you rather than what makes sense to the masses um so yeah do you have any like sort of closing thoughts before we say au revoir maybe 20 guys who are in the black pill at the moment they feel mm-hmm. quite hopeless like any sort of more practical advice to finish on for those guys who maybe are in the position that you were in not so long ago let me split it up so let's say i'll split it up into kind of several categories so let's say you're a really ugly guy mm-hmm. right now and you're watching this you're like facially i'm not good you need to look, Max, to a point where you you do not need to be a Chad. I'm not a Chad. You know, I, in my opinion, I don't think Christian is Chad, you know, be, being honest, right? And that's fine, right? You do not need to be a male model, but you do need to be at a level where you pass the looks threshold for a girl or a majority of girls. In, in specific terms, you need to be like a high-tier normie, Right. So you need to be gym maxed, you need to be lean maxed, skin maxed, and have a few really good features in your face. Now, if you're a black pill guy, um, I'd say be be careful, you know, um, kind of take the main points of it that, you know, you know, looks do really matter in this world and just leave it at that. You do not need to know all the theory. And I'll be honest, I'm not a black pill expert, right? I don't know all the theory shit. Like, I don't know everything, you know, there's some stuff that I just don't know about. And I, to be frank, I don't really care, right? All I care about and all I have taken from black pill is the looks maxing stuff to improve my life. I'm a black pillar looks maxer, you know, everything looks maxing, I know about, and that's what you should take from it. You don't need to know about all these statistics about Tinder and stuff like that. Like it can really bog you down and, um, you know, I, that's one thing I regret is like learning all this serious shit that just really didn't have any impact on my life, you know? So I say black pill, black pill guys, you know, just learn what you can, take action and just just shut off the computer, right? It's, it's, it's no bother. Um, but yeah. Just to yeah. jump in on that point, I think that's so key. Like you don't, you don't need to be a Chad in order to win the game, right? You don't need to be Chad in order to win. And I think this is a mindset. It's like, well, if I'm not a child, I ain't going to do anything. It's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Like, like we said before, yeah, there are some girls that are probably always going to be out of your reach. Mm-hmm. Well, who, who gives a fuck? There's plenty that are in your reach. There's plenty more that will become available as you develop yourself as a guy. So yeah, for me, it's the case of it with, with the black pill. It's like, well, if I'm not child, then I'm losing. Then, well, no, it's <laughs> not. That's not the case. I hope guys certainly use me as an example like see what i'm doing see the lifestyle that i'm creating for myself like i've made my own video like the sort of how i built my smb i used to like a fucking turnip and just very practical simple tweaks that i did to amplify what i'd been given to accentuate the assets that i'd been afforded um so yeah i hope guys get inspired by this content by um my journey so far and they're like you know what mate I'm actually not that bad. And with time, with hard work, with effort, I could be more than I ever thought I was capable of being. Um, was there any other points you wanted to make? No, not really. I mean, I think we've covered a lot what of would it. You, what would, final question. Right. What would you say to former version of Michael? Like, If you were having a conversation with mm-hmm. your former self, that guy who I saw in that photograph, he looks like a fucking convict. Mm-hmm. What would what would you say now, being where you're at, if you could have a one-minute conversation with your former mm-hmm. self, what would you say to that person? Wow. Wow. Um, great question. I would say don't give up. 
honestly, I would say, Michael, man, just don't give up, man. Like, you, you, you've improved so much. Like, it's so easy for you to, to just kind of lay down and just kind of, you know, be comfortable with being lazy. You know, playing games all day. You know what I mean? Um, don't, right? Like, you can really improve your life. You just need to work. 10 times harder than other people but once you get there like it's 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 unreal like a new kind of reality will be unlocked for you and uh yeah like and don't give up what, what you would be giving them there was hope and i think yeah that's, that's yeah I would what, give we them all, what we all need in this life a man without hope is dead it's better to be depressed it's better to be anxious and hopeless because once you feel hopeless where you don't feel like there's anything you can actually do to save yourself that's when shit starts to get rough. So I hope what this video has provided to guys is hope that no matter where you're at in your life right now, there are things you could actively do, but it is all on you. Like no one's coming to save you. We can talk for hours about this shit, but until you make the, the, the decision to, to change your life, to stop being a pussy, to stop being a defeatist, start being a realist and start being a proactivist, start doing shit on a daily basis, have an image of, in your mind of who is the man you want to be? What does he look like? What does he talk like? What sort of women is he dating? Where is he going to travel? How much money has he got in the bank? <clears throat> I think when you have that clear idea of who you are and where you want to go, you no longer feel hopeless. You feel like, you know what? I can actually do things in this life. So yeah, gentlemen, for anyone who is uh, listening to this, hope this video has inspired you. Uh, thank you to you, Michael. Like, it was an incredible three days together. Um, and as, a, as far as I'm concerned, like we're friends for life now, you know, like whenever, whenever you need anything, or if you just want to like do whatever, like we can, we can just do that. So yeah, just from <laughs> me to you, uh, as a, as a friend who has witnessed your transformation over three days, but also got to have a better idea of, of who you are and, and, and where you're at now. Like, I wish you nothing but the greatest success for the future. And I hope you keep going from strength to strength in everything that you do. Appreciate it, Christian. You're welcome. Right. Nice one. Um, I'll speak to you soon. See ya.